0: Hello and welcome to the Vibrant MD podcast where we talk about weight loss, women's health and healthy eating. I'm super excited today because my friend Heidi Schneider is here for an interview. And let me tell you a little bit about her. So Heidi is, um, we're gonna talk about Hanukkah and eating because we're talking about holiday eating this month. Um, So Heidi Schneider teaches outreach outreach classes to adult and school-age audiences concerning Judaism and Israel through the Jewish Community Relations Council of Minnesota and the Dakotas. Her classes in Judaism include such topics as the Jewish calendar and holidays, the Jewish Sabbath, and Jewish prayer. She has served on the Board of Trustees of Carleton College in Minnesota, the Minnesota Private Colleges Council, the Minneapolis Jewish Day School and is president of her Jewish congregation, Adith Jeshurun. And Heidi, you're going to have to tell me if I pronounce that correctly, in Minnetonka, Minnesota. So welcome, Heidi.
1: How do you you. say your
0: congregation correctly? I I forgot. Thank you
1: so much, Heather. I'm just delighted to be here with you. It's such an honor. Um, The name of my congregation is Adath Jeshurun. And there are lots of ways. That, frankly, there are a lot of lot of different ways to pronounce that. The way you pronounced it was just fine, but the way that our
0: congregation pronounces it is a dot. Sure. Terrific. Well, thank you for for talking me to to me today. You know, I wanted to initially. I thought, well, this will be interesting uh, to talk about because um, some of our holidays are one day holidays, and this is a multiple day holiday. But you pointed out to me that that many. Um, Face have multiple day holidays, and sometimes just mm-hmm. Americans turn our holidays into multiple day holidays. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we're talking about Hanukkah today, and I, my understanding is about the um, the oil lasting. But can you please uh, tell us, uh, describe Hanukkah for those that don't know what it is?
1: Sure, sure. So um, Hanukkah, believe it or not, is actually a relatively minor holiday on in the Jewish calendar, but it gets a lot of press because um, because it happens around Christmas. And um, so a lot of people call it the Jewish Christmas, but it's really, uh, uh, traditionally, it's not much like Christmas at all. And in fact, gift giving really wasn't a part of uh, Hanukkah uh, historically, it's um, now, more Jewish families give gifts during Hanukkah, just again, because it's close to Christmas, but that isn't really the point of the holiday. Uh, the, the holiday is uh, biblically, um, uh, many people know about it because um, it's included in um, the uh, New Testament or the Christian Bible as Maccabees. That's actually not included in um, our, our text um, our Jewish text, but it's, the, it's a story of, the, of a conquest uh, uh, by the Jews um, who were able to force back a conquering power. So that's one part of the holiday, but the ho- part of the holiday that everybody celebrates has to do with oil. And that is, uh, as the narrative goes, Uh, The the temple had been taken over by the Syrian Greek power and turned into a pagan temple, the ancient temple in Jerusalem. And uh, when the Maccabees were able to force back uh, this conquering power, uh, they came to restore the temple to what it was, Jewishly. And in doing so, they found the ancient uh, huge uh, menorah in, in the temple and they wanted to light it. And they didn't have enough oil because it, I guess it wasn't in use in, um, in the pagan culture. Okay. And so they had enough oil for one day and it was going to take more, longer than that to either get more oil or create more oil. And so they lit, they had the faith to light the menorah for one day, even though they needed a lot more oil. And what happened is miraculously that the menorah burned for um, eight days. So the amount of oil that they had to light the menorah for one day miraculously lasted for eight days. And that's uh, that's the holiday. And so each day of Hanukkah, we light one additional candle on our special menorahs, which have uh, nine candles, eight candles for the eight days, and one candle that is used to light the other candles. And it gets brighter and brighter and brighter. And that's what I love about this time of year is that Hanukkah falls at the darkest time of the year, and so we light one candle every day, and the and the menorah gets each night. Actually, we light it at night. Each uh-huh. night it gets brighter and brighter and brighter until the final night when all the all the lights are lit. Um, there's some other aspects of the holiday, we play a a, a, to, a game with a top called dreidel. That's uh-huh. traditional to play that at this time of the year. Uh, we have chocolate coins that we give out or that we use as uh, coins for the dreidel game, which is a betting game. It's a little gambling game. So, um, so those are some of the traditional things that happen in addition to food, which I know we're going to cover
0: more of. Yeah. I love that. You're right. It's where we live in in Minnesota the sun is down at 4 30 now <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so what a beautiful time to to have candles and <laughs> and getting brighter all week I love that well the thing I found fascinating that you told me about Hanukkah is that uh, I you know I was asking about the traditional foods and 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 you said that because it's about the oil lasting that the food is about oil and fried foods <laughs> Um, It's
1: a fried food holiday. I mean, honestly, how fun is that? Yeah, I mean, it's like super fun to have a fried food holiday. And yet, uh, if you're at all concerned about happy and healthy eating, this is not, you know, this is not your holiday. Okay, it's not, it's not an easy holiday.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because so many people. I mean, it's funny because you look at different ways that people do healthy eating, or even different ways that people do weight loss. But everybody pretty much says, "Well, just well, don't eat the fried food." But <laughs> of course, we want to enjoy our holidays. And I know you have. You know, I'd love to talk to you about a couple. You, we talked about a couple different um, days of eating that that your family does traditionally. You know, within your own family, um, and I'd like to just talk a little bit about those because. Um, we want to enjoy our holidays. We want to enjoy our traditional foods, and we and we also want to eat healthy. And and for a lot of us too, who are on a weight loss journey, we're thinking, can I can I just stay weight neutral through my holiday? You know, so that you can enjoy it, but but also you know not feel like you've not feel bad at the end. You know that that uh you haven't eaten how you wanted. So right anyway, I think.
1: I agree with you I think I think the challenge of these multiple day holidays always is exactly that that you want you really want to enjoy you want to celebrate the holiday. you don't want to be in self-denial. On the other hand, if you're on a weight loss journey, they pose a huge they just pose a huge challenge. So you really have to you know you really have to be planful about it. And I um, uh, when I was on my weight loss journey, my husband, we did this together, Our goal was really just to maintain. We just, just to maintain, try to have the scale be pretty much, pretty much close to where we were when we started. And so I think for anybody, if you and, you know, whether you're celebrating Christmas or you're celebrating Easter or Thanksgiving, just to think about that, that my goal is really to try to maintain the best I can while still enjoying. You know, we all need I think we yeah. all need a lot of self-care right now, don't we? Yes. And 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 that that's a hard balance to make because um, overindulging in food um, can move us from self-care into something else. And yeah. yeah, celebrating holidays is I think is very keenly related to self-care. And so it's finding that, finding that balance. That
0: balance, yes, definitely. I so agree. Well, I know that one of your days is that there's a donut. So, um, (laughs) tell me about that meal.
1: (laughs) So, um, so Hanukkah has kind of two parallel traditions because the Jewish people are, um, they, they come from different kind of ethnic backgrounds Mm -hmm. and one is the traditional Eastern European, which is mostly what you find in the United States. And uh, Eastern Europeans celebrate Hanukkah by making potato pancakes, which we call latkes. Okay. And, um, and so that is very traditional um, at Hanukkah, especially in the United States. And you know what? They're pretty easy to make, right? Uh, potato pancakes are not difficult. You grate the potatoes, put in some flour, right? And you have your pancake and uh, they're delicious. It's like a hash brown, right? Delicious. And everybody loves them. And the real debate in the Ashkenazi Jewish community is, do you serve your potato pancakes with applesauce or with sour cream? So okay. I say this as kind of with tongue in cheek, but really that is like, that's the debate that you okay. see. You know, what what does
0: you your family, family do? do you, are you guys applesauce or sour cream?
1: Um, I, you know, that's a great question. I think, um, I think I serve both so that oh, nice.
0: people, can, people can decide.
1: There's some um, so great the,
0: things about living in America, right? <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
1: laughs> the parallel tradition is the, um, the Sephardic or the Mizrahi Jewish tradition, mm-hmm. which is North African, um, uh, Middle Eastern, Israeli. And that tradition, potato pancakes, not so much. That's not their tradition. Their tradition is fried donuts. And those donuts are called sufganiyot. And they are a huge big deal in that part of the world. So if we were in Israel right now, and I have friends posting pictures of the bakeries in Israel right now, and the donuts are beyond belief. Just, you know, fancy donuts and decorative donuts and donuts in different flavors. And it's just, it's a huge part of the holiday. So um, our family also uh, makes donuts. So we don't do this all in one night because really how much oil can you possibly, you know, how much can you, you can't, you get right. right. So during the holiday, I will set aside one night for different things. And mm-hmm. uh, we add yet another, this is our purely, this is the purely our Schneider Minzer family tradition yeah. that we, on top of all the other fried stuff, we add in egg rolls. We add in yeah. egg rolls. This is just a Schneider-Mincer family tradition. Yeah. Yeah. And so one night we have um, a vegetable soup, like a hot and sour soup, uh-huh. uh, maybe with tofu. So that's the healthy part of the meal. Yeah. And then we make egg rolls. We make fried egg rolls that night. And um, that's a, that's another tradition that we have. So we have lots of fried meals along the way, but we try to balance them. So if there are donuts one night, you know, we're going to, we're going to probably have some sort of vegetarian meal ahead of the donuts to just try to slow down a little. Uh, Same with the potato pancakes. Those may be the feature and maybe we'll serve a baked fish or something along the side of that. So just trying to, trying to, to make sure everything else is kind of in the neutral
0: category before we indulge in the oil. Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. Now, when you look at your, your donut day, do you plan ahead on like how much of that you're going to eat personally? Um,
1: such a, such a great question. And, um, I, uh, for sure, when I was on my weight loss journey, I did like, I just, I planned that there would be, I would have one donut period. Okay. Uh, would I say that that's true for everybody in my family? No, no sure. not true because, but Part of what I, I try to do is really think about portion control uh, because actually I don't want a lot of those donuts hanging around after that day. I really, I really want to, and also honestly, we, if you, if you fry foods, you know, that um, a donut is not as good on day two. It just isn't, nor is an egg roll, nor is a fried pancake. They are good the day after you pull, they're good the day that you pull them out of the pan. And after that, they get less and less delicious. And so I, uh, I don't want to throw away a lot of food. I also don't want, don't, don't people eat donuts anytime. So it's just like, no one, even an old donut, I know people in my family will eat. (laughs) So I really, I really, over the years, I've learned how much, uh, how much I can make of, of those things. So I, So the donuts are pretty much gone in 24 hours. Like a a quarter of the recipe that I would, that, you know, that is given to me. And it also depends how many people you have over. So if you have, it's just our intimate family that I'm making the donuts for, then I'm going to keep it small. If I have guests coming, it might be, might be more. Sure. Sure.
0: So now that you're on a, a, mate, more of a, now that you're kind of on weight maintenance, have you thought about how many you want to have? On donut day how many donuts yeah you know if
1: i'm i might i might think about two but really i i think that 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 would that would max it out for me for sure i don't sure. even think i can eat more than two honestly yeah I, I just don't think i can do it now the donuts that i make are not like uh, the kind that you get at the bakery they are they're very handcrafty. And I don't use a, I, I, I mold them by hand. Okay. Into a ring and drop it in the oil. So I can make them fairly small. In fact, okay. They're usually better if they're a little smaller. Um, so they're not huge. Um, but that doesn't. It doesn't really matter because it's all yeast and dough and and flour and sugar. Yeah. And yeah. Really, uh, the size almost is irrelevant. But if they were really big, I for sure would only eat one. But these are on the smaller side. Sure. So I think maybe two, maybe two uh-huh. would
0: be uh-huh. maximum. I think at this point. I think it's really helpful for people. I, you know, I personally overeating is an issue for me on holidays, um, yes. very specifically. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I, I definitely counsel people on weight maintenance or on weight loss journey to choose ahead of time, um, write it down, have it, um, you know, have it picked out ahead of time because then you really enjoy it. And when you, when you're looking at, you know, a third, you know, when the third donut is sitting on the plate, you, you, you can think, I have already, you know, I've chosen what I wanted to have, and I've Mm -hmm. had it, and I've enjoyed it. And you can, you can have a good thought for that one sitting on the plate that that is not mine.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I also have um, young men in my family, so I don't worry too much about leftovers. Sure. Honestly, they uh, if I limit myself to two, the rest will disappear. So I right. don't, uh, you know, right. it's not one of those things that I feel like I can't let this donut go to waste. That is not going to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I, I love that you have, um, that your family chooses a very healthy meal that goes with the the donut so that you're still getting your vegetables and, mm-hmm. um, you know, other healthy other healthy things, tofu and um, that, right. so that you also will feel well at the end of the meal. Because um, sometimes, <laughs> exactly if we, you know, right. if we eat all fried food for a meal, well, a lot of times we get a stomach ache, so. Right, right. But and you this, know.
1: you know, this may vary by family. To, of course, I'm oh, just sure. giving you what our family tradition is. Yeah. Um, I should also mention that, Um, many Jewish families may really only celebrate eating wise Hanukkah on one night. So they may do it all on one night and invite all the family over kind of like a Thanksgiving or a Christmas, right? You You just get the whole family together and you really do a big deal. So you're maybe doing donuts and, you know, and, uh, uh, latkes and, um, you know, fried chicken and, you know, right. I mean, it could be a real, you could really make it a big deal. Um, and then the rest of the time there may be eating perfectly normally. Right. Okay. So I think every family deals with this, uh, in a slightly different way, but that's, we've done, I've extended the holiday for our family by trying to do a little something special every night. I just think it, it just adds something to the holiday feeling.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that because the, the togetherness and the candles all week are, are the, the best part, right? Or what would you say? Is that the best? What's the best part? That isn't. Um,
1: I would say the food is definitely a big part of it for sure. But yeah, lighting the candles is, is, um, is a very big deal. And each person in our family has their own menorah. And, um, uh, and so, uh, you know, we have fun, we really have fun lighting them together. Yeah, that is, that is a big part of the holiday. And when the kids were growing up, I, we would give them a small gift each night. Again, I told you about the gift giving is not traditionally part of this holiday.
0: It's been added in. Um, and so that, I, is that a really American thing or do you think that's it's very personal? American? Okay. It's very so maybe amazing. in North they're not doing gifts or
1: No, no. In Israel, they wouldn't be doing gifts at all. I don't know about South America and Europe. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't surprise me if maybe gifts are given at that time, but for sure in the United States, it's very, very common. Okay. Um, and, uh, and, and in Canada, I think. Um, but, um, I, I gave them little gifts. Like, um, I often had, uh, one night would be sock night, right? I mean, okay. everybody needs socks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, uh, another bite night might be school supplies, and sure. so um, and we would just plan a little something every night. And my favorite every year was the flashlight night because oh. I oh, because it was Hanukkah, I always did lights. So I gave them. Um, I usually gave them some sort of fun flashlight. Oh. Now, of course, we all have. Our cell phone, so who uses a flashlight? Right, no one uses a flashlight, but back in those days, getting a new flashlight was kind of a big deal.
0: So, yeah, and get yeah, A little and gift, a little gift every night.
1: So, honestly, the gift giving, especially when you've got little kids, <clears throat> is,
0: um, is another feature of the holiday. Yeah, very fun. Very fun. Well, thank you so much for sharing this with me. I, I. We were talking uh before we started that you have downloaded the holiday sheets uh website. I have it.
1: I'm so (laughs) excited to have an official guide to healthy eating during holidays.
0: I do really recommend for anyone who um, you know, struggles with overeating or who is on a weight loss journey right now or who is thinking, you know, this is my first holiday on maintenance um, that they, they write out their plans because it just takes the anxiety out of it. Um, it makes the day, you know, even on the day you're like, I've got my plan. I wrote it down. I'm good to go. Um, so those are available on my website, which is, um, vibrant-md.com forward slash holiday. If anybody wants that free download, um, I've just found that to be really powerful. I've been posting about my, my written out plans. Um, for Turkey Day this week, um, and everyone kind of has their own struggles. Like whether it's a, you know, some we have people in our families who are food is love, and so they want you to they want to watch you eat their food to show that you love them, um, or you like me overeating on a holiday is a is a real uh, struggle. So you um, you know you no know, matter what you're if you're having any anxiety about what the food is on the holiday, I I think writing it out of plan ahead of time is just very helpful. So Mm -hmm. thank you. I
1: would agree. And I I would say also, Heather, that your Mm -hmm. idea about pacing alcohol so that um, I, you know, I love the fact that you actually factor drinking alcohol in like, I will have a glass of wine, but I won't have a cocktail and I'll have two glasses of water after the glass of wine, brilliant. I, I really, um, I think alcohol can also be um, an, an issue at the holiday for lots of reasons, but certainly to maintain your weight, I have found that as soon as I add alcohol and it really it really shifts my metabolism.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was listening to another doctor talk recently who said that women over 40, um, which I guess would also, you know, could include other people as well, um, that, that alcohol drops our, our fat burning capacity, our normal fat burning capacity of the liver by up to 70% over the next 24 hours, Mm -hmm. which is quite a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's just something to pay attention to. And, and then it also dehydrates us a bit. So that's why I like to add in the water with it, uh, just to make it a healthy balance. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea. Is there, tell me, is there alcohol is involved with Hanukkah? Or is there a a general thing or is it really family? No,
1: you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that there is a, I'm I'm trying to think. Um, Wine is, is, is often um, uh, a part of of Jewish festivities. And we have a special blessing that we say over wine. So it's very much included. Mm -hmm. But um, I I actually will tell you that I don't, um, I wouldn't say that alcohol is a big part of our um, Hanukkah celebration, okay. but Thanksgiving, yes, <laughs> yes, we always have a glass of wine um, at at Thanksgiving, and this year Thanksgiving and Hanukkah are aligning with one another, so it's a lot of uh, a lot of good eating happening one day after another.
0: Right, because Hanukkah is the week after, correct? It starts.
1: It starts Sunday night. Sunday yeah, so after. so you're just about done with your Thanksgiving leftovers when you get to ramp up <laughs> for Hanukkah. It varies, by the way, it varies from year to year, but this year Hanukkah is uh, closer to Thanksgiving than to
0: Christmas. Right, right. Okay, that's so interesting. Thank you so much. I do want to talk about, now Heidi and I know each other because we're both writers and in the same writing group. Um, That's how we met, And, and, and Heidi has just been a part of a new book called Her Path Forward, 21 Stories of Transformation and Inspiration. And she has a super inspiring story in this book. And the other cool thing about this book um, is that it's from uh, Publish Her Press, which is a new female-founded indie publisher dedicated to supporting women authors. So, um, And they are available at publishherpress.com. And where can people find the book if they're interested in reading about these? Yeah,
1: it's, it's available on Amazon right now. Great. Um so yeah, you can just put her path forward in. And thank you very much for talking about that. I was very honored to be a part of this project. This is the first book that this uh press has published. And I found out that they just have published a cookbook uh oh. by another uh, another woman author. Um, and um so that just came out. So they, they've got a lot of uh interesting work coming up.
0: Very nice, very nice. And those stories are are amazing. Really in here, and, and I love yours especially. Thank you, thank you, Heather. Well, thank you very much for uh, talking with me today. Uh, it's su- a super interesting holiday as far as food goes. I mean, I know it's an interesting holiday in and of itself, but <laughs> um, but the food, our food traditions are are fascinating. So um, yes, thank you again. Yeah, and
1: thank you for talking to me about this one, which is perhaps the most challenging. Um, of, uh, of all the Jewish holidays. So I'm delighted to chat with you about it. Thank you, Heather. Thank you.
0: All right.